Gather round for a journey to the dimension of imagination. This is an invitation to have our zeal for creativity supersede our predilection to stifle it, to make the inward outward, to turn on, tune in, and drop out. Welcome to the Family Den Theater. The Family Den Theater is more of a hope than an idea. A hope that people are out there seeking beauty in a normal life, that our casual daydreams can be something more than forgotten. This podcast is for those ideas, supremely human and fleeting. Each episode, we will share stories and conversations, and not just our own. Our goal is to celebrate storytelling and all of its voices. Let's now go to the Family Den. Very chill. Much needed. Hadn't seen my family in a while, so or at least all together. I've seen like pockets of people, but like I still go see my parents, but hadn't seen the Sibs in a minute. Right. How many total of the uh, the street? It was just the it? it was just the OGs. So it was no no friends, no in laws. It was just siblings and kids. So I was like, it's usually fourteen of us. That's off. I didn't count, but that's normally our number. I think that's right. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. Eh, half of them are kids, so you know. <laughs> there's parents, brother, wife. So there's eight adults. Yeah, eight adults, and then six kids, seven kids, six kids, six kids. So whatever that number is, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Food was good. My mom always does a good job, but oh, that's good. I had a plate of. I had a plate of dress- uh, leftover dressing last night, and it was so good. Dude, the leftovers, man. The, the ham made it maybe two hours being home before it was gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> so Megan won't eat it, so it's like it's just oh, fair game for me. Okay. It's, she doesn't like, like like Christmas ham or holiday ham, which I could just eat it all day long. So growing up, were you guys more ham people or turkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did turkey, but... Mostly, our, we have our, my, the way my mom does her dressing. It has a lot of turkey actually in it, and chicken okay. in it. It's like yeah. already mixed in, and it's so good. So you kind of do a little bit. If you put cranberry sauce on the on her dressing, it's basically the Thanksgiving meal right there. You know. <laughs> You're already done. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was good. I mean, so Lauren and I cooked Thanksgiving, and this is, I think, the I don't know, maybe our fourth time cooking Thanksgiving third or fourth time um and thanksgiving for us we swap between lauren's family and Mm -hmm. my family right uh so this year it was lauren's family and it was seven or eight of us so really like pretty small in comparison right um so one turkey is plenty yeah for sure plenty for sure and so Lauren and I were doing most of the cooking. Lauren's sister definitely helped, and they they hosted. But we took off Wednesday and started cooking Tuesday night, and cooked all day Wednesday, and then Thursday, and the meal was Thursday night. And we were saying that with a newborn, we're probably not going to do that again. Mm-mm. 
No. It was a little much. Yeah. Lot. Next year would have probably been even easier. <laughs> like when she can. 100%. Like, at least at an age where, like, here's your box. Stay in your box right. with your toys or take a real nap for, like, several hours and then totally. put on. She could even yeah, veg out, like, Daniel look, Tiger yeah, and, like, look, TV, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, Lauren's in-laws helped out a lot, like, yeah. uh, you know, Vera's grandparents were. She's just at that place. age where she needs, you know, 24-7 support for now. She's actually getting, she's getting to the age where it's going to become less and less, though, dude. I mean, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Truthfully. She's going to start raising up, she's going to start crawling, and then from That's there, right. dude, the second they're mobile, seems like, to me, it's just game-changer. Like, it's mm. just, everything changes. Yeah, and we've been, we've been talking about that and we're i mean as nice as it sounds to have a little bit more uh play in the schedule so to speak um the idea of vera crawling around is a, a little nuts yeah pretty yeah. terrifying and it seems to be like the second they start crawling it's like two months later and they're like like sprinting driving <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most some babies like do not crawl long before they are like walking yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, so by the time, so we had Thanksgiving dinner, dinner. We didn't have like Thanksgiving lunch. It was we ate at like seven thirty or eight or something like that. And um, by the time that we were sitting down, I wasn't even hungry anymore. I was what? like, I no seriously. I was I, like, I've I looked know. at all this food for three days. Yeah. And I'm just kind of over it. And I took like six bites and I was like, everything tastes good. And then I was just done. Stupid cat. Uh, I mean, did you get, are you enjoying the leftovers at least? Are they're all at my, um, they're all at my, uh, my brother and sister-in-law's house, which uh, is fine by me. I never want to see really? it. Okay. I never want to see it. Like I, I've never had this strong of a reaction with a meal that I cooked that I was like, everything tastes really good. Lauren did so much. I did so much that by the time that it was like, okay, I'm eating this, I just don't no, even care. I, like, let's I just, just like I'm fuck open. it. Let's just go to McDonald's. <laughs> like, that, that was exactly what I said to Lauren. I just want a cheeseburger. Said, that's exactly what I said. I was just like, I just want ten McNuggets in bed, and that's <laughs> it. That's really all I wanted. Um, but it, that's interesting that your family was more ham people because I had I didn't have ham at all growing up. Really, maybe it's a southern. It's really just the holidays. I think turkey can become is so difficult to get it good whereas ham is like really hard to fuck up <laughs> like so it's just kind of like we would eat it and we'd be all like oh great turkey and we'd be like can we figure out something else we can do with this whereas ham is just gone and better the next day better a week later it's just like like cold 100%. out of the fridge like, right. you know 100%. who cares yeah and, and I, I don't I, I try not to eat pork i mean i do eat a lot of i not a lot of pork i, I still eat pork but i, I do feel bad about I that is the one animal that I have slight guilt about eating, but because of yeah. how intelligent they are. Yeah, I don't know. Or yeah, is both it something. Else? Both. They're just they're just like smart little buddies, and I just feel yeah. bad. I see a cow and I'm like, nah, I'd eat you. Yeah. Chickens, I'm like, yeah, no, they're, no, no feelings might, about eating. Might you. actually be here to be. Yeah, yeah. Whereas pigs, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. They are delicious though. They're so, very intelligent. Yeah. I don't feel I don't have very many positive feelings about turkey, like in general. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm starting to call turkey unwieldy chicken. <laughs> Dude, my, it's, it's just my, big chicken. That's yeah. all it is. It's just very large chicken. My brother just ordered it from um, Slick Pig. Oh, smoked. Nice. 
And it was nice. kind of like their so I had like that wings like smoky yeah, wing yeah. flavor on yeah. the turkey. It was it was much better. That does sound good. Yeah. I will say the best turkey that I've ever had was deep fried. I, I've never done it. Never even had it. it. Very good. It's very I've heard good. I've every, heard some people say that they do all this work and it's still like okay. And then I've heard other people say it's incredible, like the best thing you've ever had. So I don't know. I think the benefit of the deep fried turkey one is that you're not crowding the oven right is that you have a free oven now to do whatever you want with two is the bird cooks really fast right is right. that you can cook the whole turkey in like and it has to be done outside right yes yeah. that's the thing is you have to have a whole rig to do it and it's i mean it's not any more dangerous than frying anything else you know there's no. this misnomer that it's like oh this is so much more dangerous it's like not really i mean when you fry stupid. stuff inside yeah exactly do you're, your measurements make sure you're not going to overflow it and if again as long as you're outside it shouldn't be, even if it goes Fine. haywire, you're outside. Like, it right. is an oil fire, but you're still far. If you're far enough away, it shouldn't be an issue. I don't know. As long as, exactly. you do, as, long as you're safe about it. But yeah, did you, would, Do you brine your turkey? Uh, I did a So the past two Thanksgivings, I've done a dry brine, um, and I broke the whole turkey down and spatchcocked it. So everything... I, it kind of helps a little bit because then I can get the breast meat a certain temperature and the right. you know, dark meat, the right. leg and thigh meat, a different temperature, and that's all fine. So things can cook more evenly, but I, I, that's just how I've been doing it. I like crispy skin. Oh, um, I do too, yeah. I think that, you know, if you're going to have a bird that has skin on it, crispy skin is a free win, right? Best be, yeah, best be crispy. I've done a wet brine before. And it turned out fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, I just, with turkey, some of the, uh, just so much of the frustration to me is just things cooking at different points and different temperatures. Right. Getting everything to cook at that same temperature is just a hassle. And therefore, turkey is kind of lame. And I'm wondering, I was thinking this year, is like maybe it is time to move on to ham. Maybe I'm going to be a ham boy. It's so good, dude. I mean, it's such a breakfast the next morning, you know, just sandwiches two or three days later, just fried up. Right. You do really, we used to do really sweet, the honey ham, but you could probably do a, a more savory version. But I don't, you know, I don't know. We do um, country ham as well. So right. I don't know if you're familiar with country ham. Only to the extent that it's like this very preserved, smoked, like cut of leg chunk yes yeah dude my i feel like i should take this phone call dude my mother-in-law's calling me oh go ahead you're fine Thanks again for sticking with us. As you rejoin us, Matt and I are already mid-conversation about The Mandalorian. I watched the episode. It was awesome. 
it's kind of with the guys coming back from the previous season. Right. Uh, yeah. It was like a hey, this is this is what when you were gone. Yeah. Turns out she's now the marshal and he's the magistrate and here we are. Bob's your own. That was super cool. Yeah, it was super cool. I'm probably gonna watch it again. Do the oh man, they do so much like logical fan service, you know, like yeah. the the little speeder, like all the stuff with the speeder bikes and all that stuff was yeah. so freaking cool, man. It was very fun. Even the little, I don't know if you noticed that episode, there's like a close up of the foot going down, you know, when they, oh, when they yeah, throw us yeah. the accelerator, I'm like, so Return of the Jedi, like, yeah. so, yeah. such a good nod. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, uh, the Wee! Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about now. I it's didn't good. even think about that when, when I was watching it at the time. I think the one that I've liked the most so far is the, uh, the ice spiders one dude that thing was scary that was like legit yeah. pretty creepy yeah was, i really liked it it was it felt very much like um you know like clone wars episode or Rebels episode. Yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna say nothing dude you don't know anything about the next episode i know i i know that ahsoka is gonna show okay. Up, okay 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 have you seen any pictures or anything i mean i know it's rosario dawson but no i haven't uh, sean immediately texted me a picture of it was just like <laughs> out. It's like I immediately watched it again. It's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Like it's like he's, you know, he's a tough cookie. He, yeah, he's a yeah, tough. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's so. he's definitely particular tastes, and so. I know he's a huge Star Wars head. He just did Clone Wars though too. After after me, so really, he, yeah, he just did Rebels. He went all the way through and loved it all. So, but it's um, all great. Can't believe they did it, dude. Now apparently they would get a little bit. I really don't. I don't know much. I, we get more explanations of Baby Yoda as well. I don't. I really don't know anything, yeah. but we get a little yeah. bit more details. That's really all I know is Ahsoka comes back and more details on Baby Yoda. So. Yeah, and that would be what episode four. And if they're doing, do we know if they're doing ten episodes this I season? Know. I don't know. It kind of lines up though in a certain way, whether they're doing eight or ten. I guess where, hey, we're gonna reveal a little bit more, kind of stretch it out some more. I mean, I didn't. I had people like like that didn't really believe that they would dive so firmly into Clone Wars that, like, they wouldn't dabble. And so, but I was like, it sure feels like this season is on a mission to get somewhere. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know if they would really have the balls to make that big of a crossover. It's just risky bringing in a character that's beloved by the fans, but is not in the movies or even mentioned. Right. Right. And so there's a, a significant chunk of the fan base that has no idea who she is. Yeah. And doesn't really care. No, doesn't. But so, because of that, because they don't really care, they can't be disappointed. Yeah, true. And so, Rosario Dawson's a great choice. She legit right. looks just like her. But it's kind of weird. I mean, as soon as they said her, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, was like, yeah. I don't know anybody else that would really be well enough cast. Sure. Well, I've also heard a long time ago that they were casting for Ezra Bridger as well. I don't know if he ends up in this season or not. I mean, but, once you bring Ahsoka into it, it's exactly. game. The, the 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 worms are out of the can now. No joke, man. And no I I'm still kind of convinced that maybe that was Rex in the final shots of the episodes on Tatooine or Boba Fett or a clone. It sure looked like the actor, but I don't know. I, mean, I think yeah, because they I think they catch up theory. with Rex. Where do you last leave Rex? In Rebels or is it Clone Wars? I know that there's a direct reference to him being on Endor. Um, 
But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what works in that timeline because I mean, like, man, it was he was on Tatooine. I'm like, uh, Obi Wan's just somewhere around there, somewhere. like, yeah, elderly but not old yet either. Like, right, right. Oh, so ugh, I was like, oh man, you're right there. Come and on. That's, that's theoretically after he's already killed Maul. I don't. I was wondering about that too. I don't know if they ever explicitly say when that was. That not really. There's some of that that in terms of like the timeline and things that I would love to kind of really look at on paper. Yeah, because some of it may have to be all theorized, but I mean, not really, though. It's the later timeline that we don't quite know. It's like we can probably tell you roundabouts, like even how old or, you know, what state Obi-Wan's. But as far as like where Maul fits into that story, like who knows what all that is. It's really hard to tell. And there's some of the overlap you can, like you were saying, you can kind of pinpoint like the the bigger events that happen is like, oh, okay, well, if this happened, then this mm-hmm. had to be before or after this, right? But for the most part, I think some of it has to be theorized, but I'm sure that... Some nerd could figure it out, you know. Yeah, the diligent people of the internet have already have already sleuthed it. You got a bit of a Jonesy Riley vibe there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to dust on Pracky, uh, bud? Uh, Will Snipes Ellie, boys. <laughs> Fisty. <laughs> Boom house. <laughs> I'm, dude, I can't. I'm so happy you're watching that show. I did not know if it would get you by the, oh, by no, the hook you so, in or not. Yeah, I, I love it so much. So we're, when, did, when did you, when did it really click? Because I feel like everyone with that show, it's a little bit of a rhythm. Okay. So, so like, you have a moment when you're like, I am on board till the end kind of thing. Yep. So we're we're talking about Letterkenny. For those of you out there who have not seen Letterkenny yet, you should stop listening to this podcast and go watch Letterkenny. It's on Hulu. Even Brad Pitt says he likes Letterkenny. Have you seen that clip? <laughs> no, but he, I mean, he's on he a red carpet. Before like, you go, he's on a red carpet, and they're like talking to him, and he like notices the microphone. It's a Canadian channel. He goes, he's like, why? He goes, you know what? Love Letterkenny, and walked away. And the guy's like. And ever since then, they were like, the whole cast tweeted, like, Brad Pitt watches us. Like, they had no idea. But he was like, oh, man. He's like, I love that show. I think it was whatever channel they come on. He was like, yeah. Oh, better can Yeah. Crave. Was, yeah. Crave, I think it was. Yeah. Crave. Yeah. yeah. So when I first got the bug or the itch or when I figured it out or when it clicked or whatever it was, I hadn't even watched an episode of the show yet. And on my YouTube recommendations, because um you know we were clearly texting about letter kenny and you know uh the internet of things uh connecting everything together so my phone reading my text said oh you're interested in letter kenny and put a letter kenny clip on my youtube rex and it was them it was uh joint boy and what's his name and then the the regular hicks um, yeah. We're talking about cooking a steak, and it was the cold open of the steak intro. And I had never seen anything about the show before, just you recommending it to me. So that was my first exposure to it, was the steak cold open, and I was like, I was instantly hooked. Like that night, I started watching the show. But I already knew that I liked it, mm. because the the writing style is so specific, mm. but they did it in a way that I... I think maybe because I previously had some construction experience where I was, excuse me, around some people that 
talked with a certain vernacular. Yeah, a lot of jargon. A lot of jargon. Sometimes it's easier to pick up on, and it's not, you know, like words like uh, a sea hare. Like unless unless you're around for a bit, you you might not know what that means. And I have no idea just, what that means. Well, it's a cunt hare. It's like oh. sea hare. They mean just a tiny bit, just a cunt hare. Oh. Anyways, um, but it's is like that on Letterkenny or is that yeah. just is that oh, okay yeah yeah they, it they is. throw they throw so exactly much there's there. so much jargon out there that like. A, I always watch, not always, I mostly watch shows with subtitles on anyways because I'm 85 years old and that's, you know, just part and parcel. Yeah, I, do it. I play video so, games with subtitles. Like the first yeah. thing I did with Red Dead was like, right? could not figure out how to do it. I was like, why can't I figure out how to put on subtitles? I know it's a video game. So I had to Google <laughs> how to turn on subtitles in Red Dead 2. And it's such a, you have to back all the way out into the yeah. like, first menu. You can't do it from like the other menu. Like, you fucking <laughs> yeah, kidding me? Menu. Yeah, you yeah. have to do it from the base screen. Um, but yeah, with, with Letterkenny, I feel like if you're reading it, it's a lot easier to like pick up on that rhythm and that jargon quicker. Uh, and if you're, it took Lauren, I think, longer than it did me, but I was just hooked. I mean, you you watch one good cold open and you're like, oh no, I'm 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 in. Yeah. And for me, honestly, I love ensemble casts. Right, mm-hmm. I love ensemble casts. Big cast comedy shows always get me. To anything that's written with a specific like joke, 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 like machine gun style, like 30 Rock or Arrested Development, um, both just really get me. And both of those shows also kind of have their own inherent jargon that they embed into each show. And then also a course of over several seasons. Right. And that is not something that I was expecting. Yeah. When you told me it was really funny, it was just like, okay, well, it's just a funny show. But that particular style of humor to me i don't know what it is but just really gets me they're doing something special man yeah it's a special little show yeah yeah for sure i yeah i mean we watch it all the time pretty much we immediately first show in a long time that i caught up all eight seasons and just went right back to episode one and just started it right back over again because you want to do the journey because it starts so humble and kind of goofy and silly and it's still you appreciate it more when you go back but the first season's you know, they didn't know the, what they had yet. Yeah, they weren't. They were still getting their sea legs down. But man, you're really. If you're, are you still in season, season five? Yeah, I think we're about man. almost halfway through. Season You've five. seen some of the best stuff, but you're also still getting. There's still some more yeah, that I. Know it too. never wavers. I would say that maybe the newest season out is. I don't know. We're just finished. It's still really good, but. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I think nine is on the way. It is December twenty sixth, on Hulu. That's exciting. Um, they Canada gets it on the 25th and they give it to us the next day. So that's we're okay Fine. with that. We're okay that's, with that. Game. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would like to have it on Christmas Day, but I get it. <laughs> like it sounds really daunting, right? To, to, to say to someone, hey, there, there's eight seasons of this TV show, but the seasons are not long for no. you out there. There, there are seven or eight episodes a piece and the episodes are, you know, 22, yeah. 24 minutes, somewhere in there. And it's almost like each season's a, a hefty movie at some, yeah, some they level. fly. They yeah. fly. It's, you can get in and out so easy. Oh, and yeah. Despite what we're talking about with there being kind of a little bit of a lead-up time and learning some of the jargon, um, it's one of those that you just watch one or two and just yeah. just test it's it. But I binged it the first round, and I really think it's probably better yeah. to to go a little slow a little slowish yeah. you know no i would try to keep it at that two to three episode stretch yeah. just because how quick it is 
Yeah, and I I say that really honestly because you might think that you either don't know how you feel or you don't like it. But yeah. that could just be because you're still trying to catch the just, rhythm of it. Yeah, and gestated, digested a bit. Yeah. We just binged all, we just re-binged all of season three of Big Mouth before because season four comes uh, out. Uh, yeah, uh, we we, we actually restarted watching season one just the other day. We did three in, in one sitting. <laughs> we just like threw it on <laughs> and then it was like, oh, it's over. Like we just destroyed it just yeah. all over again. Yeah. Once you get to that, once you get to that Duke episode, you might as well just oh. ride it on out, man. You know, it's just That's such a good season. Episode. It was such a good season. I it's think it was really... maybe even better than season. No, I don't know, man. I love the Shame Wizard. Uh, I do too. I, I love the Shame Wizard. That's probably one of my favorite seasons still. But my best friend Shane Lizard. <laughs> It's such a good Coach Steve season two. Coach Steve is weird in season three, which I kind of liked how goofy they kept it. But it was I think so. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I think going back to, I haven't watched. I think I've only watched season one twice. It's probably mm-hmm. been a while. And going back to it, some of it, like we just watched, um, like we just started rewatching it. So we just watched the the Statue of Liberty episode. Mm. Um, the one where Jesse gets her period. Um, oh, that's a great episode. And I like that episode. I do too. I Such was the single, the song is everybody bleeds, right? Yeah. 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 I, I was a surprise is the wrong word. I guess I forgot a bit how much like that episode triggers women. Mm. Like yeah. watching it with Lauren, she was like immediately triggered. She was like, I just, it, you know, this didn't happen to me, but it might as well have. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I, I feel this experience, even though it's not something that actually is that, happened. Is that when she has to wrap the t-shirt yes. around her? Yes. That she wore the white shorts that her mother made her wear. She got her period. Her first Nick, period that is it Nick or Andrew that goes into the bathroom with her? Or something? Andrew. Yeah. And that's the problem is because Nick and Jesse had made out or whatever anyways. Right. But it, I love that episode, but there is some of it that it's it's meant to stir up those old puberty feelings and it's not manipulative obviously but if you're a little irked i think that that's kind of part of the point yeah yeah you know like man puberty did really suck and it kind of sucked for everyone because they kind of juxtapose jesse and her period with Andrew having uh, came in his pants in class. That's right. Right? And they start the episode with Andrew coming in his pants in class, and they end it with Jesse having her period. And we just... Re- but the thing is, is we just sit there and remember the whole episode is about Jesse getting her first period. But right. it actually starts with Andrew coming in his pants in class. And the whole point is, puberty sucks for everyone. Yeah. No one, no one's like, men, puberty was awesome. Yeah. It was a great time. I loved every bit of it, right? It's like it's no fun for anyone. No one likes, uh, no one likes all those changes. But the, I think that it's, it's really hard as a parent of a daughter, yeah. seeing, and reminding myself how society talks to young girls when they 
hit puberty. Mm. Is that they say, it's all shit from here on out, girl. You're in the boat now. Come have a cigarette and get in back, right? It's like, hey, part of the ship, part of the crew. But there's not the exultation like there is for boys becoming men of like, hey, here you are. Now you get right. to be this hero, right? And I, I would love to be able to help facilitate that same sort of exaltation, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that as as boys, it was a little easier to be like, well, I'm becoming a man, and this is sure. special, and I'll, I'll be Paul Bunyan by the time it's over, right? And um, I, it doesn't seem like women have that same experience. Not, 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 maybe more, maybe somewhat now, but definitely not the past ever, forever. <laughs> like, for, maybe in certain societies at certain times, it was... Maybe in Paris in the 20s, they were fairly woke, but like, I don't, you know, I don't, maybe if your parents were like hippies in the 60s, you maybe had like a celebration as a woman, but like, probably not much. It was more of just like, all right, your factory's open for business. Just wait till you can get married. Right. Keep that population going. You know, right. I don't know. And, hey, Dude, Mulaney has a, same. he has such a funny line in that episode is, I think him and Andrew, him and Nick are in the bathroom and he's like. Yes, Nick, I came in my... He's like, I jizzed my pants. And he just like has this so Mulaney line that he just nails in his little rhythm that was just it makes me laugh every single time. Yeah, because uh, Nick, he's like... A, he's apoplectic, right? Because he mm-hmm. hasn't hit puberty yet. So yeah. this, this idea that Andrew would A, have an erection during class and B, have an uncontrollable erection during class and C, it'd be so uncontrollable that he came in his pants just sounds absolutely insane, right? That's like how I can't even conceptualize it, right? Because he had that experience hasn't uh, hasn't happened to him yet. So there's no way that that he can understand. I feel like that can be more triggering for men for puberty than most things is remembering. I pretty much at puberty around the same time as everybody else, but we did have kids that were like just a little bit late. And you just that don't know me. why? Yeah, okay, yeah. That was me. That was major big time me. I yeah. was five foot one freshman year of high school. It helped that I was always a chunky kid and always never short. Like, I was never tall, but I was average height and kind of chunky, which actually kind of, because I was never thin, I didn't, it was just like I looked bigger. So, like, puberty just kind of, like, my your body just is a little bit different. So Came and was, went. Yeah, it was just like I kind of already looked like I was going through puberty, even if I probably wasn't. I was just because I was just a bigger kid. But man, I was hairless and small. It was very much, very much like Nick. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, it's okay. It's okay now. (laughs) Uh, But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fun as a yeah as a freshman in high school being in the locker room. Dude's being like, oh, you shave? And I'm like, yeah, I shave. Hey, man, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Like, they were talking about, oh, like, you're hairless. Like, oh, you must shave your armpits. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Definitely do. Yeah, I shave every morning. That's how I keep it so smooth. Yeah, I love curls. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I went through puberty a while back. Yeah, and that's when I, I was like, okay, this is not, this is not good. This is less than ideal. But it all ended up fine, obviously. I just had to stop playing football. <laughs> like, my God, these humans are so much bigger than me. I'm done. This was this was fun, but... Uh... How about track, buddy? Do you like to run? 
That's you why he kept golf? playing soccer. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. soccer is good too. You can, can be short in soccer. soccer. Yeah. You can be short in basketball in high school, really, if you're good. Yeah, but if you're good. But if yeah. you're good, if you're good, <laughs> you're not going to college probably, but you can play. But. but yeah, I don't know. I I hadn't really thought about some of the differences, kind of in season one and season two and season three, and it kind of gets. It's like so much of it is really real in season one. And I think there's a little bit more like fanciful aspect in season two. And then by the the end of season three, they're like they're I mean, they're bringing in the, you know, uh, the crew from Queer Eye. They're they're doing the superpowers. I mean, it just like they go kind of nuts with it. But they still there's always still I would say season two is goofy as it does get i think it is i think the shame aspect of it was really poignant and i actually thought that super duper resonates with me um it's almost like i don't know what you would classify season one i guess just as like hormones in general but season two definitely has a shame theme and then season three well, the, has the anxiety and depression kitty right yeah and i was thinking season two is jesse's mom and her dad separating right it's that the whole jazz thing hats. Too. right andrew's stupid jazz hat god i love it so dude jazz, oh man season it's in season three when andrew has to go on vacation to florida with <laughs> and andrew's just so he's like why are you happy he's like i'm just enjoying someone else being in my misery he's like it's just He's like, it's awful here. He's like, it is. It really is. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so good, man. The whole, yeah. When they like team up to go to the bathroom together, like, all right, you, my dad will leave the second he's done with getting gas. And they go in the bathroom. It's just, just disgusting. I remember that as a kid, like going on vacation with a buddy and stopping at a gas station and being like, this is a, this is oh, a, yeah. What happened? Well, how, did, how did disgusting. we get here? Yeah. <laughs> It's like one know. one fluorescent tube working. There's no door on the stalls. Like the the urinals just just doesn't work. Yeah. There's a bathroom attendant, but it's just a crow sitting in front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah. It's like <sighs> offering you soap. No, I <laughs> I'm really excited to get to season three. There I like season one, but I think season two it might be my favorite. It's been a while. I don't really. I know remember. it's been. A, I I know season two pretty well, but I don't know. I, I, season three held up better than I was expecting. Like it was still really strong. Yeah. It was still really strong. When when Nick goes, <laughs> when Nick leaves for camp, and Fred Armisen's like dad character is on Xanax and oh, like God. and is and like he falls to the ground and crying. It's just. <laughs> God, he he's he's oh man, and when Mandu man uh, Jason Mandukas's character, I can't remember the kid, the bike kid, Jake lives with his parents for a while is another one of my all time favorite things. Just I have to go take a number four. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is just so good. It's just this they 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 did it really that was a really good season, I think. Yeah. yeah. I uh, when does season four come out? Next Friday. Oh wow! Okay, Friday the fourth. Catching so. up to do. Yeah, in between watching. Have you not seen season three? No, you I've have. seen season. You have. Okay, okay. That's right. Um, but yeah, just catching up to like rewatching all of it. Is, yeah, it'll take a second. In between watching Letterkenny and Big Mouth and finishing up what we do in the shadows. Oh nice! I still haven't finished. So oh, yeah. 
I, as much as I love Letterkenny, I do love, love, love Adore Letterkenny. But I they're think so they're so different. They're hard to Yeah, to. there have been moments. There have been moments in What We Do in the Shadows that I haven't laughed so hard in like a very, very long time. Like when, some very hard belly laughs. When they're the scene, it's I think it's season one, maybe like halfway through season one, when they're when like the the office, when they're in the office, and the two vampires are like he's like sucking the he has that competition with the girl, and they're both like floating trying to. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the most brilliant thing I've seen in yeah. maybe ever. Yes. Like, yes. like, like, like yes. I don't know how society or art got to this point that we can do this, but it is such a it is such a pleasure and such a treat. Yeah, the when I was like in, I think was like it might have been the second episode where they go to like the city council mm. and Nandor like uh you know, he basically brainwashes a guy and he ends up going crazy and uh Colin Robinson does his whole energy vampire routine like with the city council or whatever. My goodness. I just that's when I was like, "Oh, okay, you're going to do different things with the show than I could have previously conceptualized you would do with a show with vampires right did you ever see the original movie i did i did yeah. i liked it but i do remember i did too i liked it but it was kind of like that's cool but yeah. yeah i do remember kind of feeling like this didn't need to be an hour and a half like this would be funnier if it was yeah shorter yeah. blocks and it kind yeah. of is it kind of yeah. works better when they have 25 minutes and they get in and out and they just have one idea that they can just kind of take a big spoonful of and move on right when i heard that they were doing a tv show and it was pretty much all the same crew and cast and well, not same cast but same crew i was like oh that's gonna be so i mean he is still in it tiki's in it a few times yeah right? no TV he is game. he's on the he's on the vampire council i have not seen the mark camel episode yet so i know that he you said he is oh in it gosh. i must be near because that's season two right hmm? i'm probably just an episode or two away from his episode mm-hmm. i need to just i'll probably just start it over honestly I was just going to start it over. I it's adore so that show. Yeah. That is maybe they Larry Kenny and what we do in the show are extremely different, obviously. But I think that there's, have you done the episode? I think it's in season two where Nandor talks about the dream team. That sounds familiar. Uh, but that maybe. might, that might be in the, in the episode that you're talking about with Mark Hamill. Maybe it's just, mm. a, a, it, it won't really be ruining it, but. He he has this bit where, um, like the only like non bloodthirsty conquerors that he's ever loved was the 1992 Dream Team, and he <laughs> like he like comes out with like a Michael Jordan Dream Team jersey on. It's just it's fucking. <laughs> Nandor is one of my favorite characters in recent television. I love Nandor. That is brilliant. I love that guy. He reminds me so much of Jake. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And I don't know what it is about um, Nadia and Laszlo oh, that remind me of you and Meg. Yeah, I can kind of see it. We definitely kind of look like, I mean, I kind of do look <laughs> like him. I could def, I could def cosplay him probably pretty well. <laughs> Trying to, yeah. His, it's yeah. the... It's the eternal love stretching across time through through many different bodies. That there's this, I think there's this one bit in the show, right? That um, that 
Laszlo and Nadia basically they get together in each iteration of their own like bodies. Basically, I have seen. I did. <laughs> that was. I did see that. Yeah. And that it always just somehow ends up working. <laughs> I just. I love I that show. I'm gonna probably just gonna binge it. Ah. I've been most of my free time has been when I'm alone is playing is being cowboy. So I just be cowboy at night. So it's so much fun with that. Oh, playing Red Dead still? Oh my god, yeah, all the time. Played for hours last night. It's just, very soothing. It's the best, man. I, I it's so nice for a game that has such a good story where I want to play it more. It's really diverse, you know. I, there was a whole episode last night that was more just. Or mission last night that was mostly just like sneaking around in a really posh party and like basically New Orleans and like the 1860s kind of thing, sleuthing around, being kind of a. And then yeah, it's just so much fun. And then being like, you know what? I don't feel like doing a mission. I'm just gonna grab my horse and all my stuff. That's right. And yeah. I'm just gonna go north and just see where I end up. And then the next thing I know, I'm like hunting a bear in the middle of the woods, and it's like raining and dark, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I don't know if I'm gonna make it back. And you're just like <laughs> hauling ass trying to get back to some sort of civilization because the wolves come out at night, and it's those things will get you. And so, it's so scary. There's, hate, there's like the a lot. I mean, there's something really special to me, right, about a game that is... The world is real there. That's right. the thing about Red Dead that... I was going to talk to my buddy about Witcher 3 and be like, I would probably say that technically Witcher 3 is a better game, but like Witcher 3 is just perfect. But the world that Rockstar built in Red Dead is not something I've ever seen right. before. Like, it doesn't feel like you're in a game like it feels like i know this place like this place is alive it's breathing like yep. and there that witcher 3 is like that as well but not quite well, to the yeah there it's it's different than you know like the witcher 3 or skyrim or something like that where there's the witcher i think is a lot closer to red dead um, it is they're pretty darn they're pretty similar there's a lot yeah, they're yeah, yeah. similar i think that that aspect though that is pretty unique to rockstar games in a certain way where it's just like let me just load up my character and let me just roam around your world for an hour and a half you really can i don't have to do anything in particular that's something that's very special that there's enough joy in just getting to a part of the game where you can just play Mm -hmm. that you can follow as closely to the story as you want or you kind of don't have to i mean now witcher is Definitely like that. Witcher is like yes. Red, you know, Rockstar is you pretty much play the story like everybody pretty much yep. plays the story. But yep. Witcher is crazy. I've never played that. I've played the game twice. And each time it's like could be just wildly different. Like right. the ending is still there, but like as far as like your decisions you make in you know CD Projects world is are hefty and they change ever they can change big time the whole dynamics of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm super cannot. I feel like Cyberpunk is just going to be this labyrinth game that people get lost in where you can just, if it's as good as it potentially could be, where you just, every, there has no, in, it, in certain ways, certain, you, just thousands and thousands, thousands of different ways to play the game. Yeah. That's going to be really interesting to see what happens because the way that they talk about it, it's basically like if you and I played the game or any two people played the game, completely different. Like it's right. just going to be wildly different. And I don't know, that's fascinating to me. It's definitely interesting to me, too. I'm 
So I'm hesitant as well. I really I'm, am. I'm, I'm skeptical. Um, I'm very I, skeptical. It has all of the potential, but you know, yeah. when I think about it, like it's been delayed three times, um, and every time that I see one of these clips, that's like, ah, gameplay footage. It's all still canned gameplay footage, right? That I have yet to see live gameplay footage, and that's where I get a little bit iffy. It's like, it's, hey, hesitation's there. I, I think. For me, uh, I'm super interested, right? I'm I'm interested. I'm holding back excitement because I have no idea. And I, I think that, you know, in my head, it's like I kind of want to wait till the dust settles a minute. I probably won't. But I will probably buy it. I'm probably going to buy it on the 4th, to be honest, just because that's payday. I'll probably just go ahead and pre-order it. I'm, the only reason I'm – I am still hesitant, and I really don't know, but the reason I'm – also super excited and pretty confident just just having played so much in witcher right like, just knowing that company and how much work they put into it i just don't think right. they're going to put out a bad product like witcher yeah. 3 holds up like it i could talk about that game all day long like it is just a masterpiece the fact yeah. that it can they made it work on the switch to this day i don't get it yeah it's it pretty shouldn't crazy. work yep. it shouldn't be it shouldn't work yeah like the world is humongous <laughs> that world i still have I, I know the Red Dead world pretty well now. I've kind of there's little pockets that I haven't seen, and there's probably a lot that I haven't seen. But I, I, but like Witcher, pff, there's whole places I, I haven't been to yet, and yeah. whole storylines that I haven't done, and right. I beat, technically beat the game. Right. I I but, think I'm not really concerned about them coming out with a bad product. It's more about the product not being ready when it ships. That's really what I'm saying. Is like I don't mind waiting like an additional two months to hear you know see. if there were bug fixes just, or whatever. Speaking of bugs. See. Oh, the baby. I know, I'm so bad that Megan's not here.